I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my tomb till I met you. I was breathing but not alive. All my failures I tried to hide. It was my tomb till I met you. Come on, you called my name. You called my name. darkness into your glorious day you called my name and I ran out of that grave out of the darkness into your glorious day Saved my soul. Oh, now your freedom. Now your freedom is all that I know. The old made new. Jesus, when I met you, oh, you called my name, and I ran out of that grave. Into your glorious day. You called my name. You called my name. Oh, and I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness. Into your glorious day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name. We honor your name, Lord. praise if you're thankful thank you jesus hallelujah thank you father give me one minute y'all see if this will work y'all bear with us this morning our it's like we're having We worship you, Jesus. Always good. You're always faithful. I've tried 
so hard to see it took me so long to believe it you choose someone like me to carry your victory perfection could never earn it you give what we don't deserve and you take those broken things raise them to glory you are my champion giants fall when you stand undefeated every battle you've won i am i am who you say In the heavenly place undefeated With the one who has conquered it all Now I can finally see it It took me so long to believe it You've conquered it all. Conquered it all. Oh, 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 authority Jesus has given me when I open up my mouth miracles start breaking out I have the authority Jesus has given me Jesus has given me Cause you are my champion Come on, giants fall And giants fall when you stand undefeated Every battle you won I am, I am who you say I am You crown me with confidence I am seated Come on, give the Lord a praise. Come on, he's our champion. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Come on, he's a good God. Hallelujah. Father, we just welcome your presence today. We thank you that you're in control. And we cast all of our cares upon you because you love us. We thank you, Lord, for healing and signs and wonders today. We thank you for loving people today. You're a good God. You're a good God. And we lift you up. We bless your name. We thank you that you're in control. Thank you that you love us. That you're for us and not against us. That you're working all things for our good because you love us. And no matter what we brought in here, we don't have to take it back with us. And we can leave it here today. We thank you for it this morning, Lord. Jesus' name. Come on, Jesus' name. I'll give your neighbor a high five for just a moment. I'll let them know that you see them. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that God's for them. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. You can be seated for just a moment. Thank you so much. The Lord is good, man. If this is your first time. Welcome. We're so glad that you're here. So glad to, to uh, do church with you today, do life with you today. We're going to go to our announcement video here in just one second. But before we do, we're going to get ready to give this morning. And so if you want to, you can uh, you give by text or you give by check or give by cash. You can do that as well. And um, you can give by texting the word give to 833-661-1086. Brother Scott has an offering envelope. So if you raise your hand, you need an offering envelope. Brother Scott will give you one of those. And um, thank you so much for your giving. As you'll hear in a moment, Alexis will come and um, do our announcements. But I do want to mention about uh, this coming week is our Fresh Fire Women's Convention, Women's Conference. So make sure you're here. It's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. And so we're so uh, we're so excited about that and thankful for what God's going to say, what he's going to do this weekend. Um, Pastor Beverly Bilbo is here, Pastor Bethany, and Pastor Kerry will be with us this uh, coming weekend, and Carrie's going to be preaching for us Sunday morning, so don't forget about that. It's going to be a great time in the Lord, and so um, if uh, you, you need to get registered, get registered. Make sure you get your lady friends here. It's going to be just a good time in the Lord. Amen? Amen, and so then uh, what else is going on? We've got Fall Fest. Uh, our sign-up sheets are at the information desk. You can get the, uh, you can sign up to, to uh, do something with, at Fall Fest. We're going to have, be having a Fall Fest interest meeting Later on, beginning probably the first or second week of October, Sarah will get with you, let you know what's going on with that. It'll be a great time. And um, then November the 12th through the 14th, we're going to have a prophetic conference with Isaac Petrie. He'll be here. And so we also have it. We're, we're working on someone else that you're going to just love. And so we're going to see if he can come as well. It's going to be a great time in the Lord. So uh, uh, before we end of the before we end this year, I'm determined to, to um, see some normalcy. Amen. <laughs> and so uh, we're going to take a moment here and pray for those that are suffering with COVID or sinus or whatever it is. We're going to pray for that right now. Are you ready? Let's pray. Father, we just thank you right now that, Lord, you're our healer. You're our great physician. Father, we just plead the blood of Jesus over those today that are suffering with any type of illness, infirmity in their body, any sickness, any disease. Father, we just release your goodness and your love over them today. And we just thank you, Lord, that you're touching them and that you're healing them, God. And, and whatever needs to be drained out of lungs, God, that you're draining that in Jesus' name. We take authority over pneumonia and all those, 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 those situations. Father, we just take authority over that right now. We just release your healing power right now to every single person that's suffering this morning with some type of infection or COVID-19 or anything that it is. Father, we thank you that you're touching their body in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm believing for miracles. Amen miracles in jesus name all right let's let's get ready to give this morning thank you so much for giving let's play our announcements and then we'll we'll get y'all ready for that or no guys forgive us we're having a little bit of technical difficulty with our worship and with our computers and i don't know what's happening but god it's still good and so yes thank you Good morning and welcome to The Gathering Place. My name is Alexis. Today is Sunday, September 19th, and these are your morning announcements. If this is your first time joining us today, we would like to say welcome, and we are so glad that you're here. 
to learn more about our church, text the word CONNECT to 409-230-0103. We would love the opportunity to connect with you. Our Fresh Fire Women's Conference is coming up September 24th through the 26th. You will not want to miss it. To learn more, please get with Pastor Patricia Kaufman. October 3rd is Revival Sunday. We will have two dynamic services at 10.30 a.m. and 6 o'clock p.m. And our special guest is Dr. Judy Laird. Fall Festival is October 31st from 4 o'clock p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. There is a sign-up sheet in the back by the Welcome Center if you would like to participate. And if you would like to donate candy, you can drop this off in the blue bucket in the foyer. ROAR is a three-night prophetic conference that will be filled with prophetic insight and revelation for the new year. Mark your calendars now for November 12th, 13th, and 14th. One of our guest speakers will be Isaac Petrie. That is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you have a wonderful week and make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at www.tgp.church and on Facebook and Instagram at TGP Mid County. Thank you so much. Amen. We're going to uh, get your Bibles, if you will, for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Last week we started speaking about uh, a message called Roar. You remember that? Let's look at, uh, real quick, we're going to see if we can get our, our worship uh, software to work, but if not, we can just preach. It's no big deal. Uh, Amos chapter 3, verses 7 through 8, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go another direction here this morning. It says this, Surely the Lord will do nothing, but revealeth his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. Verse 8 says, uh, Amos 3, 7 through 8 says this, The lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? The cool thing about being a believer is that is that is that the Lord speaks to us. And and if and if you're running hard in life, it's really sometimes difficult to hear what God is saying because you're running so hard and you're moving so fast. And the Lord really wants to speak to you. He really wants to spend time with you. He really wants to love you. And the what the Bible says here that his voice the Lord thunders over the mighty, mighty over the mighty waters. Verse four says of, of Psalm twenty nine. I'm just going to do a quick review. It says that His voice is powerful. It says that His voice is majestic. It says the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars and breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. And, and all that simply means is that that the Lord's voice is breakthrough. The Lord's voice can break you through difficult seasons and difficult moments. It says the voice of the Lord uh, uh, is enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. And it says in verse 11, it says, And the Lord gives strength to his people, and the Lord blesses his people with peace. The voice of the Lord is peace. The voice of the Lord is love. The voice of the, lo- of the Lord is forgiveness. Now, I want you to go with me to Proverbs this morning, chapter number 3. Thank you, Jesus. It's okay to call an audible, huh? (laughs) All right. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 3. The message translation reads this way. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. It says, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. And don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do and everywhere you go. And he's the one who will keep you on track. And don't assume that you know it all. Tell your neighbor, I don't know anything. <laughs> now, here's the deal. It says here 
in Proverbs 3, it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. And don't try to figure everything out yourself. Isn't it nice to know that God has everything figured out? <laughs> Isn't it nice to know that you don't have to fight and try to figure everything? Now, we do try to figure it out. And we do try to put the pieces together. But the Bible says just trust God. Just know that he's working all things for you good. Just know that he's working things out for you. Now, let's look at it through the, through the Passion Translation for a moment. I love what it says here. It says, in, it says trust, uh, chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, it says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions and with all your heart rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision that you make. Let's look at it again. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. And with all your heart, rely on Him to guide you. It's cool because when you, when, you're, when you are trusting in God and you fully rely on God, it gives you a freedom. It gives you, it gives you um, an understanding that, like I said a moment ago, that you don't have to work it all out for yourself. And that if you really can sit down and really trust Him, and if you truly, truly trust Him, you can take your hands off of your life, hands off of your business, hands off of, of everything in your life. Give it to God and know that he's working it out for you. It says in verse 6, Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Verse 7, And don't think for a moment that uh, you know it all, for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion, and avoid everything that's wrong. So what is this saying? This is saying, let's go back to 7. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided de devotion or undivided loyalty. So when you stay focused on God, and when you stay focused on the Lord, and you give him your attention, and you don't let distractions pull you this way, and distractions pull you that way, then God, you can keep your focus on God and he, you can, you can uh, uh, give him your undivided attention, your undivided devotion. And it goes on and says this, in verse 8 it says, it says, then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. And then glorify God with all your wealth and honoring him with your very, very best, with every increase that comes to you, then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. You've seen that in your Bible too? It may say something a little different. But it says every dimension of your, your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. So that means that when my focus is on the Lord and when my focus is on the things of God and not on everything else around me. Because, you know, everything else around you fades away. Everything else around you gets shaken. Everything else around you isn't, isn't um, stable. The only thing that's stable is, is, is the kingdom of God. It's the, heavenless, the realm of the Spirit. And it says that every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. So when you're focused on God, He fills you with inner joy uncontainable. Let's go to the next slide if possible. That's not going to work either. Well, that's all right. So when we're, when we're talking about living in a prophetic community or living, living in a way that we can hear God's voice, there's a place in God that when you become a Christian, when you, be, when you say yes to Jesus, that he does something on the inside of you that makes you crave and, and hunger for, for more of him. There's something about when you say yes to Jesus that, that things of this world and things of this life just don't matter anymore. That, that your focus begins to change and everything around you 
begins to be, it doesn't make sense to um, even drink anymore or smoke anymore or, or watch pornography or, or, or be tied down to nicotine or, or whatever it is. Everything seems to fade in the light of God's presence and the light of God's love. And when you begin to say yes to Jesus, and you may be here today, you may be watching today, and you may feel like your life is out of control and everything is spinning out of control. But I've come here this morning to let you know this, that God is in control, that God is good, and that God loves you. And if you'll just say yes to Jesus, if you'll give him your heart and give him your mind, he will fill you with this uncontainable inner joy. You can't explain it. You won't find it on the street. But you'll find it when you say yes to Him. When you say yes to Jesus, you give Him your undivided devotion. You give Him your undivided attention. Now let's look at this. In John chapter 10, verses 3-5, through and we're talking about um, roar, releasing the roar, talking about uh, hearing the voice of the Lord. It says in John, John 10, verses 3 through 5, it says this. I'm reading out of the uh, NIV. It says, The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. And in fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice. Recognize the voice. So when you say yes to Jesus, he becomes your shepherd. He becomes your guide. He becomes everything you need. And the Bible says that we know His voice. We know His voice. And if the world calls us, then we're not going to recognize that voice. Are you with me? All right. So let's look. I'm going to read this in another translation here. Stay with me. Hallelujah. John 10. I'm going to look at verse 1 through the Passion and read it through verse 5. It says this, And Jesus said to the Pharisees, Everybody say, uh-oh. Listen to this eternal truth. The person who sneaks over the wall to enter into the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals himself as a thief coming to steal. But, everybody say but, the true shepherd walks right up to the gate and because the gatekeeper knows who he is, he opens the gate to let him in and the sheep recognize the voice of the true shepherd for he calls his own by name and leads them out. For they belong to him. And when he has brought out all his sheep, he walks ahead of them and they will follow him. For they are familiar with his voice. But they will run away from strangers and never follow them because they know it's the voice of a stranger. And Jesus told the Pharisees this parable even though they didn't understand a word of what he meant. When we're living, when we're living this lifestyle, this um, lifestyle of the kingdom, this, this Christian lifestyle, the Lord gives us discernment in hearing the voice. And when we see verse number 1 in chapter 10, it says, he says, the person who sneaks over the wall to enter the sheep pen rather than coming through the gate reveals himself as a what? As a thief, right? Coming to steal. And so we have to understand that even in this life, the enemy will try to jump over the wall of your life to try to come in and steal from you. He'll try to come in and try to distract you, try to, try to uh, cause agitation, frustration to come at you, will whisper lies to you, will we'll, we'll, we'll try to bait you into believing something that is not a reality of Christ, because everything that's in Christ's reality is good, it's never bad. It's never against you. Christ's reality is always for you. Aren't you glad? And so you can recognize a thief. So the thief comes to steal, kill, 
and to destroy, but God comes to do what? Bring life and life more abundantly. And so you recognize when you're when you're when you're a believer, you begin to recognize triggers and you recognize traps and you recognize situations and you recognize that the enemy's trying to get you into a place of unforgiveness, get you into a place of offense, get you into a place of 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 um, low self worth, and the enemy will try to do that to get you to um, to to get you to to not discern correctly the time and season of your life. So let's move, let's move right along. I'm not going to preach you know another 40 minutes or anything, but just stay with me for just a minute. It says this. Remember, we just said this out of Proverbs. You don't have to turn there. Trust God from where? The message Bible says, from the bottom of your heart, and don't try to figure everything out on your own. Okay? So if if the if the enemy if the if the enemy is is its purpose is to steal, kill, and to destroy, then that means God's purpose is the opposite. God is never going to take from you. God's a giver. He's a giver of life. He's a giver of hope. He's a giver of love. He's a giver of joy. So the enemy comes in to take those things from you. So we just read in John 10 that the thief comes. It says what? It tries to sneak over the wall. See, thieves are sneaky. Yep. And when they try to enter a sheep pen, all the sheep are going to understand well, that that's not the voice we need to follow. That's a foreign sound. So we understand that when we're living this life, this believing life, this Christian life, this lifestyle that's supposed to be focused on Jesus, then we should be able to discern the voice of the enemy. Let's move right along. I believe now more than ever, everyone that we must cut through the noise of this world. We've got to cut through the noise of this world. We have to tune our spirit and tune our ears to hear the voice of the Lord. We've got to tune our frequency. What frequency are you on? <laughs> Let's look at this. and I'm going to be closing here in a moment, so just stay with me. Luke chapter 8. If you have your Bible, go. Let's go there together. Luke chapter 8. I apologize. I thought I had all this all on the screen, and I must not have. Luke chapter 8. Thank you, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Jesus. Luke chapter 8. I want to show you what the enemy can do if you're not careful. Here we go. Luke 8. And we're going to look at verses 4. It's this. Let's just look at verse 1. It says, Soon afterward, uh, Jesus began a ministry tour throughout the country, visiting cities and villages to announce the wonderful news of God's kingdom realm. Let's stop there and talk about it. Jesus always comes when he was alive and ministering. He always came come to bring tidings of great joy, the good news of the kingdom. Always good news, always, always. It says his 12 disciples traveled with him and also a number of women who had been healed uh, of many illnesses under his ministry and set free from demonic power. And Jesus had cast out seven demons from one woman, and her name was Mary Magdalene, and she was from the village of that word right there. <laughs> and among the women were Susanna and Joanna and the wife of uh, Chusa, who managed King Herod's household. Verse 4, and massive crowds gathered from many towns to hear Jesus, and he taught them using uh, metaphor, metaphors and parables, such as this one. Verse 5, a farmer went out to sow seeds for a harvest. As he scattered his seed, some of it fell on the hard pathway and was quickly trampled down and unable to grow and became nothing but bird seed. And then some fell on the gravel, and though it sprouted, it couldn't take root and withered for lack of moisture. Another seed fell where there was nothing but weeds. It too was unable to grow into full maturity for it was choked out by the weeds. Yet some of the seed fell into good fertile soil, and it grew and flourished until it produced more than a hundredfold harvest. 
a bumper crop. And then Jesus added, shouting out to all who would hear, listen with your heart and you will understand. Listen with your heart and you will understand. In the kingdom, in this Christian life that we live, sometimes we can't just listen with our ears. We've got to listen with our heart. To fully understand what God is speaking to us and speaking into this house and speaking into our businesses, speaking into our families and in our uh, personal lives, we've got to slow down and, and sometimes got to, to listen with our heart and ask questions like when the Lord tells you something or when you get revelation or insight on something about your life or when you feel like the Holy Spirit is trying to lead you in a direction, ask the question, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? you got to dig a little deeper. Go a little farther. Now let's break this down out of Luke chapter number 4. Let's look at verse number 11. He's, Jesus says this. Here then, well, let, let, me, let me go up real quick. We'll oh, 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 bring context. Uh, chapter, uh, verse 9 says, says this. Later his disciples came to Jesus and asked him privately, what deeper meaning was found in this parable? See, so if the disciples can ask deeper questions, then we should be able to ask deeper questions. Amen? So it says this, and he said, you have been given a teachable heart to perceive the secret hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. Remember a moment ago when we opened up a second ago and out of Amos, I said that the Bible, the Bible declared in Amos chapter 3 that God reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Yes? So now it says this. It says this here. It says, you, he's telling his disciples, we are his disciples. It says, you have been given a teachable heart to perceive the secret hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. But to those who don't have a listening heart, my words are merely stories. And even though they have eyes, they are blind to the true meaning of what I say. And even though they listen, they won't receive full revelation. So verse 11, here then is the deeper meaning to my parable. It says this, the word of God is the seed that is sown into hearts. The hard pathway represents the hard hearts of men who hear the word of God, but the slanderer quickly snatches away that that was sown in their hearts to keep them from believing and experiencing salvation or experiencing the fullness of all that God has for them. Verse 13, and the seed falling on the gravel represents those who initially respond to the word with joy, but soon afterward, when a season of harassment of the enemy and difficulty come to them, they wither and fall away. For they have no root in the truth, and their faith is temporary. Have you been there before? I have. <laughs> Verse 14. And the seed that falls into the weeds represents the hearts of those who hear the word of God, but their growth is quickly choked off by their own anxious cares, the riches of this world, and the fleeting pleasures of this life. This is why they never become mature and fruitful. The seed that fell into good fertile soil represents those lovers of truth who hear it deep within their hearts, not their ears, their hearts, and they respond by clinging to the word, keeping it dear as they endure all things in faith. This is the seed that will one day bear much fruit in their lives. See, it's, it's in our struggles. It's in our difficulties. It's in those hard moments of life that we're trying to move forward. We're trying to. And we're asking God, do you sometimes get into situations where you're just like, God, really? Really? I got to go through that again? Really? I got I to gotta deal with that again? That sickness again? That thing again? Really? This says here, 
The seed that fell in the good soil, fertile soil, represents those lovers of truth who hear it deep within their... Now, we're talking about the Word of God. They receive it deep into their hearts, and they respond by clinging to the Word of God, keeping it dear as they endure all things in faith. So it's, it's in those moments, those moments of difficulty, that you're going to get through it. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're, you are, you are victory. We sang a moment ago before the worship thing uh, crashed out that we're seated with God the, in heavenly places. He's already, he's already claimed victory. He's already, he's already the champion, and because he wins, we win. So I have to, I, I'm going to endure all difficulty. I'm going to endure all pain. I'm going to endure everything in my life in faith, knowing that he's already paid the price for it. So I can sit back and enjoy life knowing that he's the champion. Stay focused. I'm going to trust from the bottom of my heart (laughs) that he's good. I, I can't do it. I'm not going to try to figure it out. A mess is a mess is a mess is a mess. And I don't like to clean. So, Jesus, take care of it. Take care of it. You just have to get to that point in your life. What's going to happen is going to happen. Jesus knew it. Jesus said, I win. And so I'm going to walk with my shoulders back. Not arrogantly, but knowing who I am in Christ. My identity comes through Christ, not anything else. People may talk about you. People may say things. Let them. Who cares? Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And you know what? The bottom line is, because you're in Christ, because you are in, if you've accepted Christ as your personal Savior, you are in Christ. They don't understand your identity anyway. So let them talk. When you're living in the kingdom, when you're living in that realm, when you're living in that love of Christ, and when you have that intimate relationship with your Heavenly Father, and that may sound weird to some folks, but when you're in the Word daily, and when you're worshiping, and when you're praying, nothing can sneak in. Because there's no gap. So when the enemy tries, you, you're, you're alert and you're, you're woke. <laughs> you're, you're woke and you, can, you discern. That's the enemy. And the Bible says, crush him under your feet. Okay, I see you. So I'm going to decree a thing. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. So you, enemy, you have no power over my family, over my business, over my church. You say a thing. We're talking about releasing a roar. The roar on the inside of you is greater than the roar out there. Open up your mouth and let the enemy hear your voice. The church has been shut up way too long. you got to say something. God gave you lungs. God gave you breath. God gave you words. Use the words against the enemy. And understand that God's in control. Now, let's... let's I said I wasn't going to preach for an hour, so I'm going to do my best. That's what happens when the worship software explodes. I get to say what I want to say and go as long as I want. <laughs> but all you Texan fans, you got a, you got a ball game in a little bit. So I got to hurry. Oh, we got the Saints and we got the Cowboys. We got that text. Hallelujah. Okay, so now let's, let's, let's look at this real quick. I keep looking for my clock, but they, they, they took my clock. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Okay, so, they, so, so, the, so those who receive the word deep in their hearts, they cling to it, they endure all things in faith, and that's the seed that's going to bear much fruit in their lives. Let's go to verse 16. And no one lights a lamp and then hides it, Covering it over or putting it where its light won't be seen. No. 
The lamp is placed on a lampstand so others are able to benefit from its brightness. Let me tell you why God has placed you on this earth to be a light. To be a light. And you should be sitting on a lampstand so that others are able to see or to benefit from the brightness. Last week I read a scripture. I'm going to read it again to kind of help bring context. It says this in Ezekiel. You don't have to turn there. Verse 43 and verse 2. And I saw the glory of God coming from the east, and His voice was like the roar of rushing waters, and the land was radiant with His glory. And all the, all the light is, is God's glory. All the light is God's glory. So God has, has put you on this earth to be a, a lampstand, a glory carrier, so that people will benefit, benefit from the brightness of God's glory. Verse 17, because this revelation lamp now shines within you, nothing will be hidden from you. It will all be revealed and every secret of the kingdom will be unveiled and out in the open made known by the revelation light. Remember when I began a moment ago, Amos chapter 3, I do nothing unless I reveal it to reveal my secrets to my servants, the prophets. So that's the Old Testament. Now, moving into the New Testament, we see that we are lamps. Yes, lampstands, sitting on the lampstand. We're producing God's glory, producing God's brightness. Because this revelation lamp now shines within you, the Bible says nothing will be hidden from you, and every secret of the kingdom will be unveiled to you. So, verse 18, here's the key, and I'm closing. It says this, so pay attention. So pay careful attention to your hearts. As you hear my teaching, for to those who have open hearts, even more revelation will be given to them until it overflows. Oh, you didn't hear me. we got to look at it again. So if we're going to carry light, if we're going to carry the roar of the Spirit, yes, if we're going to be, if we're going to be glory carriers, presence people, prophetic people, lovers of Jesus, says this, so pay careful attention to your hearts as you listen or you hear my teaching. For to those who have open hearts, even more revelation will be given to them until it overflows. I want the revelation of, of God's kingdom realm, His character, His power, His presence to overflow. And as it flows, a little goes there, and a little goes there, and a little goes there, and everywhere I go. Sometimes I don't got to say a thing. Just walk into the room, and God's light. Bible said that they healed folks by, was it Paul's shadow? So that shadow. All they got, they just, it was the power of a shadow. That's how, that's how crazy the light is. That's how powerful and bright that light is. When, when you, when you say yes to Jesus, the, he gives you the light, his light, his, his glory. And it illuminates your life and everyone asks, who are you? You're not the same person I met a couple weeks ago. Because you're changed by the power of Jesus Christ. So thankful for the cross. So thankful for the blood of Jesus. Let's stand. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Father. We bless you, Jesus. Thankful for you, God. Every head bowed and every eye closed here to this morning. Those that are watching online, let's pray together. If you're here today and you're far from the Lord, you say, Pastor John, I, I, uh, I'm just doing my own thing, walking my own way. But I need help. I need help in this life. I, I've got to have, I've got to have, I've got to have this Jesus. 
this power that you're talking about. I've got to have it. Maybe you once had it and, and you just think life happened and, and you just and just you fell away. And guess what? Jesus still loves you. Jesus has already forgiven you. He just wants you to come home. With every head bowed and every eye closed here today, if you say, Pastor John, I'm ready to come back, lift your hand. Come on, lift your hand. You say, Pastor John, I'm ready. I'm ready to say yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus. No to confusion. No to this world. I want everyone to pray this prayer with me today. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your Son. Thank you for for, uh, shedding His blood for me. I thank you for going to the cross. I thank you for saving me. Today, I say yes to you, to your will, to your way, to your plan for my life. Today, I give you my heart. I give you it all. give you everything today. Today I make my decision to follow you the rest of my life. I believe that you died, you rose again, and you're coming back one day. I look forward to seeing you. Now just lift your hands across this room and just begin to receive his love. The Father's love for you is great and powerful. Receive his joy. Receive his peace. Receive his encouragement. I can't do anything for you. Jesus can, though. He knows everything about you. He loves you. Just receive from him this morning whatever it is you need. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Heal hearts today, Father. Heal minds today, Father. Thank you. You're a loving Jesus. You're a loving Father. A loving Father. to you right now. Father, we thank you for touching his body right now in Jesus' name. We speak healing and wholeness over him right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that his life is protected. We thank you that no weapon formed against him prospers. We thank you you've called him into this uh, uh, area to be a voice and to be a light. And we speak life over him today. We speak strength over him today. And we speak joy over him today. And we say, Aaron Franks, rise up. Rise up today. We speak peace over his mind and in his heart. We thank you for a, a, a good diagnosis. We thank you, Lord, that no, he, he, he cannot be attacked by the enemy. Because the church is standing on its feet and declaring that he's a whole man. Nothing broken. Nothing. In Jesus' name. We release your love. We release your love right now over him. In the name of Jesus. We thank that every bill is paid. 
In Jesus' name. We thank you for a new season in his life. In Jesus' name. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. I ask our leaders to come forward at this time. If you need prayer today, we want to pray with you. Don't leave here without getting prayer if you need prayer. If there's something going on in your life and you need someone just to agree with you, if there's a situation, there's power in agreement. And so come forward. Our leader's going to come here in a moment. I'm going to bless you, and you're free to leave if you'd like to. If you want to stick around, you're welcome to do that as well. Father, we just thank you today. We thank you for each person that came to church and those that are watching. Father, we thank you that this week is going to be a great week. It's going to be a week of open doors. It's going to be a week of victory. It's going to be a week, God, that you're going to blind, just, just, just completely blow our minds this week with your goodness and with your love and your joy. And, Father, you're going, to, you're going to cause things to happen for us that we couldn't do ourselves. We thank you for it. We bless each person here. We bless their finances. We bless their health. Father, we call them whole. We call them healthy. We call them rich and prosperous. In the name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. We sure do love you guys. I'll be here Wednesday night uh, teaching on the prophetic. So come and join me, 7 o'clock. If you need prayer, come this way. We're going to pray with you. If not, have a great day in the Lord. God bless you.